Hello everyone and welcome to Some Kind of Podcast. This is a podcast where we entertain you by discussing what entertains us. I am this week's host, Cody, and I'm joined by both my lovely co-hosts, Tim. Hello. And Christian. Hey. Um, what do we start? Oh, EXP Grind. What have you guys been up to this week? Go ahead, Christian. Uh, well, I played a little bit more of Dark Alliance with Cody, um, game still pretty glitchy uh the D game that, that came out a few weeks ago outside of that not a whole lot i've been catching up on my hero academia I fell behind on the fifth season i'm like uh, four seasons behind well i mean like at this point like I, there's still it. time to catch up it, it's not it's not one piece but my hero is true what is my hero ending no, 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 no. Oh, okay. Cody made it seem like like the last season's coming out in a couple no, months. No, no, I'm just saying, like, up. I can still catch up. It's not astronomical. It's not, you know, a billion episodes. Yeah, I'm never going to watch One Piece for that It's never going to happen. And uh, in fact, though, like, I was curious to see, like, if the longevity and how long My Hero Academia was going to continue. And then I was watching an episode last night with Ashley, and they there was a couple lines of, like, dialogue they kind of hinted at where they are in the plot and how much there is to go. And they're like, there's a long way to go. No, I really? don't spoil anything, but like essentially like Deku starts unlocking more and more of his powers. And that's talking about like where he is currently and how much more he has to go. And there's probably like 80% left of the power to still unlock. So I was wondering that because I don't, I mean, I haven't seen much and you might be able to fill me in on this, but like other than like the first episode where he was like, at the end, we're like, this is the story about how I became the greatest superhero ever. They never mentioned that this is all, like, essentially like a flashback, a flashback kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Unless they do, again. Yeah, so, I mean, like, the, the I guess the only time that they hinted that this was a flashback was one that came up and nope. said, like, no, this is the story of how I became. Because there's never, like, a current day Deku, quote-unquote. Where like he's locking out like yeah I can't remember I can't believe that like when this happened or blah 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 it's not like like not how I met your mother or something sense. yeah it's not like that with like the over voicing or anything during the episode it's strictly just him going I was just wondering because you know like you said they mentioned some dialogue of like this is where I'm at and this is where I want to be and I just didn't know like if they're like yeah so essentially there's like you know the power the quirk that he has is one for all and like as like as it's been passed along from user to user it's gotten stronger and stronger and he's able to talk to like the previous users of the quirk through like dream sequences he has that's kind of cool yeah it's like the avatar (laughs) yeah yeah it's like talking to like the previous avatars and and avatar he's gonna Um, have your one for all state (laughs) Uh, but apparently there's like six or seven quirks from previous users that have so like quirky. racked up inside the, like the just like the, you know, brute muscle quirk that is one for all. Mm-hmm. And he just now in season five unlocked the first one. Oh, so there's like six more to go. <clears throat> so oh, wait, it's really is cool. The mus- is the brute muscle one the first one? Yeah, so I mean, like that's like the uh, immediate one that he gets from the get go that he's like trying like, to build like, up. <laughs> I made a swole motion for those. Well, no one can see me, but so yeah, can he like go full all might size now? No, 
so it doesn't really ever explain like why all might was able to go like buff mode and actually like beef himself up and get like you know, 20 times larger than his regular self i don't really know why unless like you know each user just reacts to the quirk and like the thing differently um but with deku it it seems like he's going to stay like a normal size and All Might's mentor stayed a normal size while she was using the quirk. Isn't there a new movie coming out? Uh, I'm sure there is at some point. There's already been two. Uh, where's the one where he's like, I, I saw some trailer where he's like on the run or something. All Might? No, Deku. Deku. Uh, Maybe. Yeah, I feel like there's a new movie coming out. I need to look up that trailer then when we're done. Because I don't think I've seen that yet. <laughs> I saw something on Facebook. It was either an ad for a game or it was it was a movie trailer. It's hard to tell these days, to be honest with you. They are pretty similar. Um but anyway, yeah, so yeah. like I, I I've fallen behind on quite a bit of anime um with graduating and uh and finishing up school and so now i'm trying to like kind of catch up on the backlog in my free time so i'm working through my hero academia next up on the list is the newest season of seven deadly sins live on netflix and i think there was another one that i need to catch up on i think demon slayer is the next season's coming out soon too is it i think so i didn't hear dragon ball on that list of anime not on the list <laughs> anyway so uh, uh on the more like gaming side of things like i said we're at Codium, i'm playing a little bit of uh dark alliance and then uh other than that i've been playing this game called after party which was the like, hey, after that that the yeah, one where, like, you, like you you die and you gotta, like out drink the devil or something yep exactly Yep, yeah. I saw it like two or three years ago at like E3 or the Game Awards, and I was like, this looks really cool because I love the story-driven narratives like Telltale always put out, and then Telltale had closed and stopped making games, but I think they're now back. I don't know. Anyway, um, I completely forgot about this game, and then I saw in the PlayStation Store that it was on sale, and I was like, oh, this is that game that I just somehow missed. I think it came out in like fall of 2019, um, but essentially you and your best friend die. You don't know how you died, and then you wake up in hell waiting to like figure out and like get sentenced to your lifelong eternity torture. And then the guy who's about to sign it, he was like, ah, it's, it's five o'clock. It's time to, you know, clock out for the day. He's like, well, I guess you're just going to wander on hell for the next 24 hours. And so then he goes away and then you're just kind of wandering through hell and you find out through this side character that you, there's this loophole in being sentenced into hell where if you challenge Satan to a drink off and you win, you get to leave. But it's like a story-driven narrative, and you have to like, you know, convince all these extra side characters to like give you their seal of approval. It's where you can work your way up the ladder and actually challenge Satan to. This sounds like so a sequel cool. to Tenacious D. To what? Tenacious D. Jack Black is in it. Jack Black is in it. He's not in it. I'm just. I'm just... Oh, I was totally lost. I don't even know what Tenacious D is. Tenacious. You don't know what That's... Tenacious D is. Oh. No. Fast over. <laughs> Wow. Googling this. Tenacious D and the Pick of Destiny? You don't know what the Pick of Destiny is? About to have a movie night, apparently. How have we never... I mean, first of all, it's a terrible movie. But oh, it's, it's, it's a so terrible awesome movie, but it's so it's good. Terrible. Yeah. Tenacious D and the Pick of Destiny. Watch it. It is a classic. Is it a stand-up? No. Oh. It's a movie. 
never heard of Tenacious D? Like Tenacious D is Jack a Black band has? with Jack Black yeah. and Kyle something. Kyle Cass. Kyle Cass. No. Interesting. You ever heard of... Uh, let's see if I can think of... Uh, you play Guitar Hero, right? Tribute. You play Tribute? Yeah. The um, okay. The Metal? Thank her gently. <laughs> I, uh, it looks like they just came out with a new one. Yeah, they have a couple albums. Rise of the Phoenix was one. Yeah. There's only seen... one movie. Yeah, there's only one movie. It's Nation's D and the Pick of Destiny. Anyway, they so, battle the devil in the Pick of Destiny. Yeah, it's pretty great. And uh, you should watch it because it's really. It came out in like 20, like not, not 20, sorry, like 2006. 2000. It came out like 2007, I feel. Yeah. Like almost 20 I years. Was a, I was a very small individual in the movie house when the Pick of Destiny came out. It's about wow. as stupid as Team America. Yeah. What? I don't even know if it's on anything. It was like on Amazon I Prime or Netflix or anything. Doubt it. You could probably rent it for super cheap, though. You could probably buy it for super cheap. Yeah, it, it can't be more than like five bucks. It's really old and like, like I said, it's not the best movie ever. But oh, it's, it's on my watch list now. Hilarious. Anyway, go that. on. So you're playing after party. Oh, that's it. I'm okay. just gonna sip on my margarita, and you can go. Oh, well, it's my turn. Uh, I feel like I've done less. Um, well, first of all. Personally, I've been hitting the old gymnasium, trying to get my all might swole on. Yeah, doing really well. I have like no muscle. Um, it's guns but, on know, guns, right there. Hey, you know it's only been day two. I've been trying to go, you know, every other day. So only day two. So so it's very much work in progress. Um, so besides that, uh, I started playing. I bought. And started playing. Well, first of all, I played a little bit of Dark Alliance with you guys, and you did? I'm not a big fan of it. Uh, that's me personally. Oh, really? So, like, side trail here. Do you think, like, are you not interested in playing it anymore? Like that? If you guys are playing it, I'll play with you. But it's not. Well, first of all, as you're saying in the last episode, it's not something you can really play by yourself anyway. Mm-hmm. So it has to be one of those things where it's like, if you guys want to play it, I'll play it. But like. I'm not going to be like, you know what we should do today, guys? Play Dark Alliance. That's kind of how I feel about it. <clears throat> I mean, I, if you guys want to play it, I'll play it. And, you know, like, for what it is, it is it is fun. And maybe I'll enjoy it more if I play it on the PS4 because, you know, I'm sorry, the PS5 because when I played it, it was on the PS4. And it was just, I don't know. Maybe it just, maybe just wasn't in the mood for it. I've been kind of a funk lately. Um, maybe it's just not in the mood for it because kind of like, this is fun. Fun, but I feel like this could be more. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, besides all the bugs and everything in the game and it being kind of glitchy, it really reminds me, besides a slight graphic overhaul, of like the old Lord of the Rings game on like the PlayStation Two. Yeah. Is what I it really it. like. Me I guess it's in D and D where it happens, where like you can only level up after you finish whatever it is you're doing, and things like that but like i hate that you can't change your gear or anything in process like things like that you know like i get that like, it's the baseline for D and for what it is it's really fun i just feel like it could have been so much more like it, it it's a good base for a game that could come later uh-huh. mm-hmm. you know like, like if this is the baseline game if they were going to make another one it'll probably be awesome because they have this as the baseline and they'll add to it 
but I well, feel like this is like the alpha for a game that's going to be like awesome. You know what I mean? Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, because I mean, like the game that we played a while back for the king, despite how frustrating that I was, love for the king, <laughs> huh? What'd you say? Because I love for the king. Oh yeah, yeah, I did too. And so it was really frustrating at times, just because if you didn't get the perfect roll, it just like screwed you over. It would instantly kill the entire party. Yeah. But I love the rolling system and like where you it was actually you have to roll and then like you might succeed or you might epically fail. And I kind of wish that was implemented in Dark Alliance. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I wish it had been an actual D and D game, but it's just a game based on D and D. Yeah. Yep. Anyway, so I play a little bit of that with you, and then I bought and downloaded and played very, very little of Scarlet Nexus, which came out on May fifth. How do you like it? I have it downloaded on my PlayStation Five. It's in my backlog. Haven't gotten to it yet. Um, I mean, it's going to be a game that I like. Um, I can already tell it's a little weird because like for a next gen, cause it, 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 it's a, I think it's a, no, maybe it's a PS4 game. Anyway, I'm playing on the PS5. So everything's PS5 to me, unless you tell me differently. Uh, okay. Um, they do like the cutscenes are weird. It, it kind of trips me out a little bit. Cause like, like you'll be like, you'll walk into the cutscene, like, you know, like, Oh, this is going to be a cutscene, And then it'll freeze frame. And then, like, the characters' portraits will pop up and they'll talk. And, like, the pictures in the background will just change. And then when you go back to gameplay, then you're playing it through it again. It's really odd. Huh. Um, but it's interesting at the same time because I don't think I've ever seen it done kind of like that before. Um, and I'm not too far in it. And it's one of those games where, like, you have to play it twice because there's two characters. You have to play through the story as one character and then go back and play through the story as the other oh. character to get the full story um i'm not which, a big fan of games like that i'm glad you told me that i mean i mean it says it in like the trailer if you watch the trailer for it um i mean i, I don't mind that i mean i did that with you know birth by sleep and so i think for me personally i don't mind it like i i could take it or leave it i don't hate it i don't love it when it makes you play through it twice but how long is the game though like if it's i like don't a, know okay. i don't know You'd have to, I mean, Steven's played more of it than I have. Um, so he would be the one to ask about that. Um, I've only played like through the first. There's, see, I, I got through the prologue and I'm halfway through, I think I'm halfway through chapter one because in the PlayStation 5, it tells you like what percentage you are through. And I think I'm like 50 or 60% of the chapter that I'm on. And the prologue wasn't terribly long. So I don't I mean, I don't know how long the, the other chapters are going to be. Okay. So it uh apparently it takes out twenty to twenty five hours, which isn't yeah. bad. If it was like uh, Persona level length, where it was like you have to commit over a hundred hours to one playthrough and then you have to play it again, Mm-mm. that I wouldn't like. No. See, I mean, I, 20, 20. Go ahead. If it, if it was like Last of Us Part Two, where you played through the game and then at halfway you switch characters and you play that other person's story, but like. It's not the same things happening. It's a different story happening at the same time. I'm okay with that, but when I it's... mean that's that's what's happening. You're not playing through the same story as two characters. You're okay. playing through, yeah, like the characters like intermix and mingle and whatnot, but they go do their own thing. Okay, well that's that's a little different because yeah, I've played games where it's like you play through it and then like you beat it and it's like okay. 
now play through as the female character and you'll get like five minutes of extra story. No, I mean, they meet in the beginning and I'm assuming they might meet a couple times throughout the game. I don't know, but they, they definitely go their separate ways. Okay. Well, that's fine then. Yeah. So I played a little bit of that. Like I said, I'm only like halfway through chapter one. Um, been watching stuff on YouTube. Critical Role? No, not talking about it. Because Christian gets mad every time we do. So, I don't get hey, mad. I'm host. So, oh. uh, where are you at? <laughs> I'm on episode 101. Hey, you only got 14 left. I know. I know. Um, they're at their new setup where like they can, like they're on the same table. So I'll stop because Christian's on his phone now, so I won't talk about it anymore. But I'm on 101 episodes of Critical Role, so I'm gonna try and finish that. I did, however, start. And spoiler alert: I was I, Loki was getting spoiled for me in the last couple episodes because I was way behind. But I finally decided to. Now that I'm at past the 100 episode, I decided like, okay, I can probably put down Critical Role for like half a second and catch up on Loki since it's about to end this week, um, just so I can watch it. Um, and then I'll go, I'll go back to Critical Role. But I watched I watched episodes two and three of Loki, so I have two more to do before I'm caught up, and then the last one airs in a couple of days. Yeah. So that's what I've been doing. What about you, Cody? Uh, also, there will be a season two of Loki, by the way. Oh, I really? Did confirm. That was confirmed? Yeah. Oh. Uh, but speaking of which, I mean, I don't mean to interrupt, but did anybody see the, the, the stuff for The Witcher in season two? I did. I did see December? the trailer. Yeah. I, mean, I haven't seen season one of The Witcher and it's probably going to have to wait until I take a break in between campaign one and two of Critical Role before I try to start watching something else if I Very even good. do that uh, yeah. <laughs> um, I kind of gave up on Exandria Unlimited oh why? I just I can't get into it it's I, a good I, DM by a woman no it, it's just it's not Matt I, they're too spoiled by Matt Mercer he's in it I know he's like in all it. the one shots that's done by like Liam and I haven't watched Liam, those right? either. Oh, you haven't? No. I, Some of the Liam ones are pretty good. I haven't seen anything else yet because I've been trying to. The only one of Liam's that I've watched and really enjoyed was um, uh, A Night Before Christmas. I haven't seen that one yet. That one's really funny. Uh, Christian, are you okay? Sorry. I Yes, I'm good. Okay. Um, Move on from Critical Role. And then, I, I saw, yeah, Sam's Sam's uh, cra- Crash Pandas was really good. Hmm. Um, yeah, I haven't watched a ton of the one shots. Um, anyway, uh, I th- I'm an episode behind on that, so I didn't watch this week's. Um, I did watch Black Widow, which we'll talk about in a little bit. Um. Really, I've just been playing uh, Pokey MMO. Oh yeah, how's that going? It's by far what uh, in my so adult. You should probably explain this because I didn't know what this was until in, you brought it up the other day. In my adult life, okay, because nothing will trump like the experiences we had as a, as kids playing Pokemon for the first time. But in my adult life, because I feel like. Pokemon, like, we grew up with Pokemon, but Pokemon didn't grow up with us. You know what I mean? Like, there's been a handful. 
there's been a handful like, for children and we're not children anymore well that too like the main character is always like a 10 year old but like uh like there's been a handful of upgrades to the system but it's essentially gotten almost more childish as it's gone it essentially has gotten easier um i i don't know if it's gotten easier i think that the um the technology behind building the games has made the games easier to play maybe um <laughs> But I, I still feel like even now, if I were to go back and play Red, uh, I could still steamroll through the game with a Charmar, uh, a Charmander. 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 Uh, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. No, I mean like there's always the like you know buff debuff abilities, but you could just use flamethrower. That's what I'm saying. Like there were there were there's a handful of moves built into like the Pokemon's code that just trump everything, no matter what type is. And if it's a high enough level, like if I could go through the Elite Four with just a Charizard flamethrower and a couple of ethers and just barrel through all of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so in my adult life, this is the best Pokemon experience I've ever had. Um, you can customize your character. My character has a beard. He doesn't look like a 10-year-old. Um, it's much harder than traditional Pokemon. So graphically though, it looks like a colored version of like fire. It's, it's Red, black right? and white. It's it's that oh, graphics it engine. Oh, okay. The base game is black and white and then through legal methods, of course, when you own the games you can rip off a ROM from your owned game. Uh that's that's how you do it. No other way. There is no pot no it's all legal, so don't do it. Um, it runs on black and white, and then you put in a fire red, emerald, platinum, and soul silver mod, uh, ROM. And essentially, it's a mod for those games. And it turns those five games into a big open MMO world. And when you start, you pick the region you want to start in, and you play like you would normally play Pokemon. You pick your starter. Uh, you go through the gyms. Once you hit four badges, you can um, travel to the other regions if you want to. Um, but yeah, it it's Pokemon, but it's harder. Um, you actually have to grind. Like it feels like an MMO. Mm. Um, what were you saying about the uh, the legendaries, Jim? Oh yeah, so there's there's only like one of each, <coughs> and. Uh, they're essentially not really worth catching. I really actually appreciate how they did it. Because, um, again, with, with Pokemon, um, nine times out of ten, you can catch legendaries without a Master Ball. Um, and then you just have a party of legendaries, and then it's just... There's no, there's no fun in it anymore. Like, it's just... Cool, I have a team of gods. And I literally so, have the god Pokemon. Yeah. So you can catch Mewtwo and Pokemon of that those you know those games, but it's not really worth it because you can't keep them. You can only hold on to them and as long as you're like active, but uh I think you have to accept a challenge if someone challenges you. Um and if they beat you then you lose that that legendary. And that person huh. can then catch it. Mm. 
Um, so most of the time people just, if they, if they do catch it, like if they run into it, battle it, catch it just for the giggles, they usually just abandon it right after. Because uh, huh. they, really? they don't want the headache. Oh, they see it for like a dex entry? Yeah. That's usually all it is, is people get it for dex entries. Because it, it just, it makes it so that like the legendaries are actually legendaries. Hmm. You know? And not everyone and their mother just has a team of Mewtwo's and, you know, Lugia's and all kinds of crap. Yeah. Um, there's also level caps. Um, so you can't, like, hardcore grind, you know, to, like, 30 out of the gate. Like, it, it caps at certain points. So until you beat uh, the gym, um, the next gym in the in the role, your, your things won't go past a certain level. Okay. Uh, like right now, I think I'm capped at like 47 or something like that. Um, so it's it's really interesting the way they did it. Uh, there is a like player market board, like a global trade market. People sell Pokemon, items, all kinds of things. Um, so what's the purpose of the game? Just doing whatever? Like you have to battle all the gym leaders? You have to go to the lead Yeah, four, you go through the lead four. The lead force. Yeah, uh, it's just... It's exactly what a basic Pokemon MMO would be. It is, you pick the region, you go through the gyms, go through the Elite Four, and then you take over another region and beat all the gym leaders and Elite Fours. So, let me ask you a question. Let's say I started in Kanto, right? Mm-hmm. Which is where I started. I play, I play all through Kanto. Yeah. Right. I beat the Elite Four, beat Lance. Yeah. If I go to, like, Johto, is everything my level, or is it back to, like, one again? I don't know yet. Okay. Uh, I have four or five badges. I, I, I just got to Cinnabar Island. Okay. So, uh, Isn't that where you get your last badge? I don't think so. Oh. Because I haven't been to... Is it Saffron? Yeah, I think it's one of them. Uh, I just beat Giovanni the first time. Giovanni is like the last... That you like, you fight him twice, and I just fought him the first time. Okay. In the uh, I don't remember. like the game center, in the basement of the game center. Sure. Uh, that Cinnabar Island was where you did the fire Pokemon, dude, with the volcano, and he was badge number eight. Maybe it is badge number eight. I don't. I don't anyway, know. I'm not gonna load it up. Um, but yeah, it's really great. I highly recommend it. It is, especially for um those of us that grew up with it and, and, you know, got kind of tired of it and burnt out because it didn't really change. So I guess that through that same lens, I know for a while now you've been kind of burnt out on Pokemon games and losing interest. I admit the games and the series faults a hundred percent. I agree with all of what you said. However, every single time they announce a new Pokemon game, I'm like so stoked to play it. Oh yeah. Can't wait for it. It's amazing. Um, and like to that end, like I so I didn't know about the Pokemon MMO and so you said something about it uh, the other day. Um, and like I guess like I have been looking for like an MMO experience and so I bought Temtem on the PS5. I loaded it up once and like couldn't even bring myself to play it. I was just like, yeah, oh, I did the same thing. I have Temtem as well. I couldn't even log in because like I couldn't pick a username that like wasn't already taken. Mm. And it's not not nothing against Temtem. Like I said, I haven't even played any of it to like say whether it's good, bad, or indifferent. I don't even think it's a finished game. I think it's still technically it's not. Technically, it's still in the beta. 
Oh, beta. Okay. Um, but uh, I think at this point, I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna wait and play Pokemon Arceus when that comes out. And if that's the MMO experience, I'm hoping. Well, it's not MMO. If it's open world exploration, which I think is more so kind of what I'm looking for, or it's able to, you know, like kind of from the ground up. I think you have to like build your own Pokeballs and grab the materials and and all that crap. Yeah. Um, I think that'll satisfy my like itch to play something a bit different. Uh, I think. Um, Arceus or Arceus, however you prefer to say it, um, is going to be my like last hope for the series. I couldn't care less about the Platinum and whatever remake is coming out. Sapphire. Diamond. Uh, Diamond, Pearl. Sapphire, Pearl, whatever it is. Um, Diamond and Pearl. I, I absolutely hate the overworld visuals to yeah, I mean, such I a degree that, that like I... Oh, I just I hate it so much. They look so stupid. Um, I chalked that up that it's not Game Freak remaking it. I, I know. That's why, like, I'm trying not to let it, you know, like, impact my feelings about Pokemon. Uh, it's like that meme. I, I forget where it came from. It was just like, look at my boy. Look what they did to him. Like, that's that's how I feel when I look at screenshots of that remake. Um yeah, no, I hope I hope Arceus is is really good. It, it's not, yeah, it's not going to be an MMO, um, but I do think you would really enjoy Pokey MMO. So the, also the thing is, is the I can't even tell you how much I don't want to play games on a PC, and so the, the I I don't know why I don't know why it has nothing to do with like the whole like you know PC personality race versus console thing. I just don't want to play it on a PC. I just don't. This is what I play with. For those you can't see, I, I'm holding a PS5 controller. I'm not even saying that I wouldn't like use the controller if I did. I'm just saying I want to be able to like sit on the couch and play it on my TV. Okay, get an HDMI cord. I don't plug it uh, into the computer. I only. For those of you who don't know, I only have a laptop and it doesn't have an HDMI port. I don't know what to tell you, man. It's worth it. Do you, do you have? You don't have an Android. You have an iPhone. Um, yeah, like a sane person. Uh, don't knock. Don't knock Android. I have an iPhone, but I, I miss my Android. Um, you can do so much more on an Android. Um, that's a whole other podcast. <laughs> Tim knows he had an Android. Um, yeah, but I didn't like my Android. <laughs> hey, two versus one. Cody loses. I, really I, don't, I don't lose because uh, <laughs> personally, I mean, PC technology is better. Uh, it's just personal preference. Move on. Anyway, um, you don't have like an Android tablet or anything? No. Okay. I was going to say you could play it on an Android. <laughs> Can't play it on an iPhone because Apple. Um it's worth trying on your laptop. It's like I've got a backlog big enough of games on my console that I actually want to play. But unless if it was at a point like I was last year and I knew about this and you wanted to like play it back then, I probably would have gotten on board with it. But it's like if I have a backlog of games that I want to play on the console that I actually want to play, like a PC anything is going to be like way at the bottom. Okay. Well, Tim, you should really try it then. 
I'll give it Tim, a go. Yeah, Tim, you've got a PC. I mean, you can try it. Yeah, I'm on right now. Um. Anyway, so that's that's really all I've been up to. Um. So I guess we'll jump straight into Loki, which I guess we're just spoiling for Tim. Uh, to be well, fair, though, uh, like I, I feel like the episode had a lot ha- going on in it, but ultimately, like not a lot happened in the grand scheme of the story. Um, so full spoilers ahead um, for this and Black Widow afterwards. I'm just this is just the warning now. Um, well. I can't ask you what you thought, Tim, but Christian, what did you think? It was great. So, yeah. So, I mean, like, Tim, do you want, like, a quick synopsis so that you know kind of the gist of what happened and you know what we're talking about? Or do you just want us to go right into it? Just do what you guys want to do. Okay. Well, I mean, just a quick couple sentences. The the episode is almost kind of like a, uh, what I imagine they're doing with the What If series. Like, it's essentially this, like, alternate dimension at the end of time where there's an army of Lokis that are all ticked off at each other and ends in a bar fight where they attack each other because they're trying to dethrone this one guy who I guess is actually representation representation of this world's uh, apocalyptic world. And he killed, he's like the, the one that's like a teenager, I guess in his timeline. He world killed or whatever. Thor. He, yeah, he killed his brother, he killed Thor. Um, uh, which, by the so, way, not to, I hate, I, I hate interrupting, but I just popped into my head. Um, I, I'm pretty sure that because of his age, when he killed Thor in Ragnarok, when he was talking about, um, I think he was talking to Valkyrie about Loki and how he tried to kill him as a kid. And he was like, he turned into a snake and then he popped up and he was like, ah, it's me. And then he stabbed him. Uh, I'm pretty sure that's how he killed him. Like, and, and his timeline, it just, it worked. Like he, he actually killed him. Uh, interesting. I, I think that's how they were connecting those dots. It might not be, but. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, it was an interesting episode, but kind of like Cody was saying, it didn't really like progress the plot at all. Essentially, there's this big cloud demon monster thing that's protecting this like end of time loophole, whatever you want to call it. I I, I feel like my my description, my prediction of like, it's just a big recycle bin was pretty accurate. Yeah, no, I mean, like, it honestly was. Uh, and then, like, there's this, there's a way, like, it's supposedly the end of the timeline. Like, this is where everything stops, everything dies, or supposed to die. And then whatever hasn't died, there's, like, this cloud demon monster thing that's supposed to come through and vacuum you up and, and finish recycling you. Um, but just clears uh, the Sylvie, Sylvie comes up with the idea of, like, well, whoever's actually controlling all this since the timekeepers were androids, must be behind that thing. This must be like the door to break through and they must be hiding beyond the end of time. Yeah, it's like Didn't the guard dog or whatever. Logic, but I think I think the logic was it, it was the guard dog for whatever is in con, in command. Mm-hmm. So if we take care um, of the guard dog then there's nothing guarding him. Yeah. So then like uh Loki and Sylvie end up teaming up and use like Sylvie's like, ability or whatever to like brainwash this demon or what was the term they used? I can't remember. Oh boy, it was started with an A. Yeah, sure. <laughs> anyway, they like I don't know, like they train it to like submit, and then like the clouds part, 
and then the you like peer through this like fog haze thing and then like, the side is like this like a mansion castle thing yeah. and that's where the episode kind of ends um uh, and so i guess in this last episode of this season could have saying there's be a second a second season which i didn't know um i guess they'll battle it i don't know if they'll defeat it or if this will end up becoming like one of the big bosses of the next phase of the mcu yeah i don't i don't know how i mean we'll know in two days i guess um yeah really it just felt like hey there's a bunch of loki's in this universe let's find an excuse to shove them all in one room yeah. Uh, that's essentially what the episode was. Uh, it's just him chilling with like kid Loki, old Loki, and boastful Loki. I think is what they ended up calling him uh, mm-hmm. in the media, because uh, like he just basically lies about everything and makes uh-huh. up stories. Like that's why he has like a fake Thor's hammer. Um, and they all just call him on his crap. And then another Tom Hiddleston. Loki shows up with a bunch of misfit Lokis and he's got like, like vote for Loki president badge or something like that on. Uh, and it just turns into, yeah, like, like you were saying, it's just a big bar fight. Um, an alligator Loki bites off president Loki's hand. Uh, and then they, they escape. And, uh, at some point in there, Mobius shows up in like a pizza, car and save sylvie from the cloud demon dog thing uh, oh yeah i think that was actually towards the beginning wasn't it yeah and then yeah. they all they all meet up you know our loki and the the three or four others or whatever uh meet up and decide that they're gonna you know enchant the cloud and then kid loki boastful loki and alligator loki kind of just go off and do their own thing and then old loki comes back and uh like sylvie and loki are trying to fight this thing and like they're about to die and then old loki conjures like an exact to scale replica of asgard using his magic and it distracts the big dog and then you know loki and sylvie hold hands and with the power of love and self weirdness they enchant the cloud thingy that's essentially where it ends. Like, like I said, like not a lot happened. They ate a weird bird that had a ball as a head. Like it, there was just a lot of things. Really funny that like the thing that threw off the sacred timeline to like the biggest extent anyone's ever seen it is the most obscure, weirdest version of incest. Yeah. (laughs) Of, you know, Loki just falling in love with another version of himself. Oh, okay. So that does happen because, like, even like on the episode, I was like, "Are like, these two kind of like?" I mean, they like, share a moment. Still, like, yeah, like nothing's happened, but like it, it's kind of yeah. insinuated multiple times that like it's going to happen. Yeah, they're just they just have a moment where like the world's about to explode, and they're just like holding hands and just like staring at each other, and then a nexus event happens because of it. Mm. Ooh. But, I guess the answer to your original question, Cody, of like my overall thoughts on, I thought it was fine. Like I, as far as personally, like I hate when shows, anime, whatever, do this, where they just kind of like the plots progressing, the stories like moving forward, and then they just kind of hit a wall where they're like, this is a filler episode. It is a filler yeah. episode. Exactly. 
And it was weird too that like if the you know the first season is six episodes long that it was this late. Like if they were gonna have it, I would have expected it to be like episode three or four. Yeah, but it's like a filler episode right before the finale. So like that's I'd... that's why um, I think they went ahead and said that there's gonna be a season two because uh, I think people were were like, what are you gonna do? Like, is the last episode two hours long? Is it a, is it a full movie? Like, what's going on? Um, yeah. So I don't. And- anticipate like if they beat this thing i don't think it's going to be like as big of a deal or like as strong of a creature or being that they're like playing it up to be it's going to be like a joke i think okay so there's having read up on some of the stuff that's going on i think it's going to be um oh what's his name i think it's kane um who's already the villains from the comics yeah he's already been confirmed uh, to be a villain in the new Ant-Man movie. Huh. And I'm pretty sure that's who it is in the comics in the, like the void zone that they're in. Um, so it's either him, it's another Loki or it's just all red herring. And it's, you know, somebody else. Eric Boner. Could be. <laughs> Yeah, so I don't. It'll be interesting to see though, because like if the if they do a season two, where that's going to take place in the timeline, like is season two going to come after the next phase of the MCU, and it's going to be like I, I think it'll be in C- I think it'll be in phase four. I just think it'll be after Multiverse of Madness and Spider Man and all that. Like I, I feel like it's going to be like mid next year, you know, mm-hmm. probably around july or august okay so i guess so that and then so you don't think that this like you know the timeline going crazy here in loki that's not going to be like the entirety of this next phase like where the multiverse is like exploding you think that's going to kind of end with dr strange no i i think the multiverse is going to definitely start going crazy at the end of in this in in this last episode like whatever they Mm -hmm. do is going to cause it to go haywire um Especially with, like, uh, Mobius going back to, you know, like, quote-unquote, burn it all down, uh, referring to the TVA. So, um, who knows, really? But I I, I think that this is going to be what sparks the Multiverse of Madness. Uh And then um, the events of Spider-Man, because Doctor Strange is supposed to be in that movie. Yeah. there's a lot of like uh theories and rumors about that movie like doctor strange has um uh because i i guess that the way that they're working it so that like um what's his face william defoe isn't dead um is that the the sam raimi movies like it, it's a different timeline version so like they don't lead into that Spider-Man three movie. They actually like lead into an unmade Spider-Man three. And so that way Eddie Brock, um, and the new Venom movie is canonically part of this universe. So is Willem Dafoe supposed to be back? So he's supposed to be green goblin. He's supposed to be, um, yeah. And, um, Obviously, Doc Ock is confirmed, and Jamie Foxx's Electro is also supposed to be back. 
Um, And so I think one of the big theories is that Dr. Strange has uh, two or three of them locked in like a prison in the sanctum. And he, for whatever reason, uh, I I guess he's trying to help Peter because he's, you know, being chased by the law or whatever. Um, He's trying to help him out. And so he's like, don't touch things or whatever. And then Peter touches things and then lets them out. Or, you know, William Defoe's character, like, um, talks him into letting him out. Um, and then that's how everything goes crazy. And then, you know, like, Doctor Strange is like, we can't do this by ourselves, so we're going to get help. And then they go and get the other Spider-Men. I think that's, like, huh. the leading theory as to what's going to happen. I also, th- this is just me cowboys and aliens right here i think toby if he is in this he dies maybe i think i think one of them's gonna die just like in uh spider-verse and I th- it's gonna be the older spider-man the older spider-man doesn't die in spider-verse yeah, he does peter parker dies oh okay i see what you're saying yeah. now in Miles Morales' universe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, and, that, and, and the... So you're talking about the guy vo- voiced by Jake Johnson. No, 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 no. Well, I mean, he, I guess he did both, but... Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, the, you know, like that... Peter B. Parker. Yeah. So I could, I could see them killing off uh, Toby Spider-Man. Maybe. Um, that's, just, that's just me calling it. Um, anyway, that was really off topic. Um... I don't really know what else to add to Loki. I we're just it's really we're just waiting because it was a filler episode. Yeah, there wasn't a whole lot to it. Um, just have to wait for the finale. It wasn't it wasn't a baseball episode in Dragon Ball Z. That's for sure. That was that's a good episode. That was one of the best. If if anything, sure. Christian, you need to watch that episode. It's actually pretty. So good. that well, one and, and very very pointless. That one and the one where they get their driver's licenses in Dragon Ball Z is also just super good. Chef's kiss. Um so I guess moving on is uh Black Widow which came out on Disney Plus and in theaters this past weekend. Um we've all seen it, yeah? Yes. Yep. Um I'm just going to go ahead and give you my opinion. It was okay. That's that's about my opinion. Like, I didn't have high expectations for it. I do have high expectations to a degree because it's a Marvel movie. Um, I enjoyed it. Like, I, I got it on premiere. Um, I don't regret paying for it. But uh, in terms of, like, the MCU movies, if I had to rank it, uh, it's at the bottom for me. Um, yeah, absolute worst. Yeah, okay. Well, me and Christian vaguely had this conversation off camera. I like Iron Man 3. Ugh. So, uh, for me, it is at the bottom. Uh, and then the right... absolute worst one. Uh, yeah, and then right... right above all of them. And then right above it is Iron Man 2. Are you... T- mm. I didn't like Iron Man 2. I know. It's above Thor: The Dark World. Oh, actually, I forgot all about Thor: The Dark World. I was gonna say, like, the what about Marvel. the Incredible Hulk? That, they don't count. Um, they're not part of the MCU. They they kind of are, but they're they not. Aren't. 
They are. The official first movie of the MCU is Iron Man. Yeah, but like the Hulk is still. There are still characters. There are characters in the Hulk, in the last Hulk movie that they made that are in the MCU. However, they don't classify it as part of that. You know, like that kind of counts, but I will definitely okay. Well, so even just even if you want to uninclude that one, the Dark World is at the bottom. No, no, no you're me. right. Like, you're I, right. Dark World is. I. It's so bad that I forgot about it. Um, yeah, Dark World, and then Black Widow. Black Widow. Actually, Dark World, Iron Man Two, Black Widow. I think is probably more accurate for me personally, my opinion. Um, Christian, what about you? Um. I, I definitely don't think that it was bad. So like for for me, like when I talk about the MCU, I have like a certain like, you know, expectation for like the quality of the movie I'm about to see. And any like big, you know, I mean, I, I you know, include uh, Captain America, uh, Civil War as essentially an Avengers movie. So that and the Avengers movie are like the pinnacle of what the MCU can be. And then beneath that are, you know, like, uh, Thor Ragnarok is up there for me as being one of my favorites. For sure, I love the first Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, second one's okay. Yeah, um, and then I love all of the Iron Mans are like just personal favorites. Even Iron Man three, I love them all. Like I, I enjoyed all of them for what they were. I will admit that three was a really big breakaway from the first two, which I think is why a lot of people hated it because it wasn't the action-packed movie people were thinking it was going to be. It was just kind of like a, a story-building. Story-building, which I love. Um, but anyway, so like I, I, the only MCU movie I actually hate is The Dark World because I almost fall asleep every single time I try to it's watch it. It's horrible. Um, they dropped the ball. Outside of that, I, I will say that I guess Black Widow for me is towards the bottom. I don't really know exactly what order it would be. Um, above dark world yeah my biggest grievance with it is that it isn't even so much the quality of movie it's how marvel and disney messed up because this movie should have come out like 10 years ago Mm -hmm. black widow has been on screen in the mcu since iron man 2 which was 11 years ago and they waited way too long to come out with this. This should have been an origin story for her probably right after iron man 2 it should have i see well, because it, it would have spoiled Civil War, I, I think it definitely should have come out directly after Civil War. Well, I mean, I don't... So, I mean, like, yeah, I know in, like, spoilers, but, like, in the movie, it, you know, takes place right after Civil War and leads up to Infinity War. Yeah. And and I, they, they put that in there, I think, to make sense with more so of the timeline of how it released becoming, because it came out now. They're like, oh, well, this is what she was doing between these two movies that came out not too long ago. Right. But I guess my viewpoint is, they could have even changed that plot hole and had it take place between other movies and it could have kept the entire plot of the movie, which is her reconnecting with her family. Yeah. Or quote, um, quote, family. Yeah. I, I, I think for me, like, ha- had it just been right after Civil War, I would have been, I would have probably enjoyed it more. Like, it definitely came too late. Because, yeah. I mean, her, I mean, if you haven't watched Endgame, I don't know to tell you. Um, <laughs> She's not going to be in anymore. Yeah. Like, if it is, it's not really her. Her Like, it's an alternate variant version of her, so... Like, I think at this point, it's almost like the MCU and Disney were just like, oh, 
yeah, we're going to kill off Black Widow. And then everyone was like, you killed off Black Widow? What? And they were like, oh, oh, shoot. A lot of people really liked her. Um, I guess we'll make a movie. I mean, they confirmed Black Widow before Endgame came out. Well, I know. But I'm just saying that, like, even at that point, like, the production couldn't have been that far along. Like, I guess me personally, I would have liked to see Black Widow release, like, in theaters back in, like, the time frame of, like, Iron Man 2 and 3 rather than waiting this long because like similarly how black panther was introduced on screen in civil war and then like a year or two later got his like origin story introduction movie i think they should have done the same thing with that for black widow back around the time of like iron man 2 and 3 her, her character wasn't popular she she didn't have a lot of screen time she got well, her screen it's... time in civil war and that's when i think the movie should have happened is after that to that logic though i mean like they kind of admitted defeat on hulk and they had they, oh, they're they, not gonna they, make they were movie. like yeah the movie sucked and we can't even claim any of them so uh, uh mm, we just won't yeah new guy so, and slate clean and to and to be honest i don't i never thought even with civil war and moving forward that black widow was a bigger character than like Falcon or the Winter Soldier or any of the people that have gotten a Disney Plus show. She's certainly not bigger of a character than Loki. I mean, she might have been on screen a little bit more, but not much. Yeah. I, I thought I Black know. Widow was great. No one asked my opinion, so I'm just going to throw it in there. I'm sorry. I was about uh, to ask you, Tim. Uh, I thought Black Widow was great. Uh, do I think she deserved a movie? Probably not. Um, do I think it really makes sense in terms of what was going on with Black Widow? Probably not. But, you know, for what it was, I thought it was pretty good. I would probably say it's somewhat in the middle of the uh, MCU movies for me. Definitely not the bottom. But, you know, I also have differences of opinion because I think Iron Man 3 is the worst movie in the, in the history of the MCU. Uh, worse than Thor Dark World. Yeah, I'd rather watch Thor Dark World. I hate that movie. Wow. I legitimately hate that movie. Wow. I don't even care anymore. You can judge me in one. I hate Iron Man 3. I stand by it. I don't care. Hate it. It's Stupid. Okay. I hate Iron oh, Man. I, I don't like Iron Man 2. So. Okay. I mean, I don't like, I don't like Iron Man 2. It would go like Iron Man 3, Thor Dark World, Iron Man 2. <laughs> Iron Man was good. It's kind of in the middle. See, I think like, I, like even though I really liked Iron Man 3, I still put it like in the lower tier yeah. i mean the best ones are like winter soldier ant-man i would like ant-man ant-man's great the first one, not the second I like one the second first one too guardians the first see, like, i think that's why rating and ranking the mcu movies from like best to worst is kind of hard because like at least for me personally i don't think there's been a single bad movie Thor Dark I, mean, I know tim just said he, he, he <laughs> i was gonna say tim would claim that Iron Man 3 was just a bad movie. I think, in my personal opinion, the only MCU movie that's actually... I mean, if I'm being really honest, like, I don't mean to interrupt you here, but, like, if I'm being really honest, like, I say I'd rather watch Thor The Dark World than Iron Man 3, but I don't really want to watch either one, so... Yeah, I was just going to say, Thor The Dark World is the only one that I'm just like, that was bad. I just... To me, there's... One was good. (laughs) One was good, and then was that... Was two or three? Three was Ragnarok. Three was Ragnarok. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So I feel like the first one was good. They had a bunch of humor, and they were like, you know what? Let's take a DC spin on this, and then it failed miserably. 
Yeah. And then they're on three, they were like, yeah, let's go back to the humor, like, you know, happy-go-lucky Thor world. But yeah, I don't know why they went, like, Batman, Moody, Darkness. It just didn't work. No. Um, anyway, I didn't have any expectations for Black Widow. I was just like, this is just going to be a movie. And that's what it was. Like I said, I enjoyed it. I thought it was great. I laughed. The whole helicopter scene was hilarious to me. Um, oh, I I, yeah, for sure. So hard. Uh... I thought they kind of, I mean, I mean, like I said, it wasn't a perfect movie. Like I said, I put it somewhere in the middle. There was, there was good stuff, you know, like I thought the, the, her sister was really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, if this whole thing was just to pass the mantle off to her is to be the new quote unquote black widow or whatever her name is going to be going forward. Then, you know, all right. That was a cool introduction for her. You keep saying origin story for black widow, but they really didn't go a whole lot in their so, origin story. If, if, if you're going to ask me, it's more of an origin story for her sister yeah that's that's where i'm the reason i keep calling it origin stories because it opens up and you know it's them as kids is talking about her as an origin and then other films in the mcu when it has dialogue with black widow she talks about the red room and some of the training and experiences she went through as a kid but they never actually showed it on screen even in flashbacks this is the first time you saw it they showed showed the red room in flashbacks did they yeah they showed her um killing a guy uh which like in her mind she was shooting a target but there was actually like a dude that she was killing okay well anyway it wasn't extensive and they didn't actually dive into it or explain it in great detail and this is the first time they actually dove and did that and this is the first time they even mentioned that she had like a quote-unquote sister or quote-unquote father and mother i mean that's um, fine i mean i get i get that they added some of the stuff maybe i don't know but like like said for me it's more of an origin story for her sister who's going to be in the mcu going forward it seems like if you yeah. if the end credit scene has anything to do with anything um she seems like she's going to be anti-hero though i mean that's fine i mean black widow kind of was an anti-hero at the beginning but i do think the, the end credit scene solidified in my mind anyway that uh what's her face um that showed up in um, Contessa. Contessa, yes, thank you. Um, is not a good guy, considering. Uh, I mean, um, agent, a uh, U.S. agent, and like whatever her name is, the, like the new Black Widow. There's like another couple of them. They become the Revengers, I think, is what somebody was telling me, and they actually are kind of like the anti Avengers. Right. They're not bad, but they're not really like they don't not really they're not really like oh the Avengers are so cool. They're just kind of like. We're gonna do our own thing, and you guys can be over there. Yeah, it just the, the the fact that she was like, uh, "Here, your next target is Hawkeye." Uh, so I can totally see what they're doing right now. Is like I can totally see the next Avengers movie being like the new Avengers versus the Revengers. Yeah. Um. And well, I I did take a peek. Um. Because uh, Hawkeye is, I think, the next. Um, Disney Plus show. Disney Plus Marvel show. Mm-hmm. At, other than What If. Um, yeah. But uh, the the sister is in eight episodes of it. Okay, so she's in Hawkeye. Yeah, um, makes sense. So I, I feel like during that was her target at the end. Yeah, I feel like most of that show is going to be them attacking each other. And I bet Jeremy Renner dies in that thing because you know either that or you know she. I mean, his daughter is supposed to take over the mantle as Hawkeye anyway. That's true. That's true. Or Ronan or something like that. She becomes something. I think it's Hawkeye. Yeah. I think it's Hawkeye. Um he he probably just dons the persona of Ronan. Yeah. So, I don't know. 
But yeah. Um, but I thought I thought Black Widow was good. I don't think you know it was. Like I said I had no expectations for it, so that's probably why I'm so pleased with it because I was like, this is probably gonna be bad, and then I didn't think it was bad, so I just kind of like, well, it was good then. Um, I definitely wouldn't put it at the bottom, but I don't think that the movie needed to happen. To be clear, I didn't think it was bad. I just didn't think it was great. You guys kind of crapped on it for like 10 minutes. I didn't crap on it. I actually barely talked about it. All right. Um, in terms of like what actually happens in the movie, uh, I laughed anytime. Uh, what's his face? Uh, her father. Yeah, he was great. He's uh, probably the best. In the movie. I was, I was laughing constantly. I absolutely. No, okay. So him. there is a plot hole. Like what There's was on that several. disc? Was on that disc that he gave at the beginning of the movie. They never talk about that again. It's some kind of shield information. Okay, was um, it the brainwashing thing? Yeah. Um, also, that when when that was happening was when Carol Danvers was um, sneaking around Shield with like Fury. Not really. But it wasn't Fury, or it was. I don't know. It was one of the scrolls, or whatever. Yeah. Because uh, that was like 1995. Yeah. Um. But like I, I did enjoy the movie. I, the my biggest issues with it, other than I don't think it really needed to happen, um, and the fact that it came out weird, um, like it should have come out earlier. Uh. I I hate that they introduced these three characters. Like in the timeline, obviously this is before Infinity War, and we haven't seen her parents in anything. They could have just gotten snapped. But they weren't in Infinity War. They could have just gotten like snapped out. I guess I don't know. I I I feel like they would have been, especially so, with his obsession with Captain America, like. He should have been in Winter or uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. My biggest thing was that he well, talked about how he was. Okay. Here's my whole thing, and I don't know how true this is. So he said he fought Captain America, right? But Captain America is frozen on ice. Maybe it was just Isaiah Bradley he fought. Maybe. Because you know he was essentially the first "quote unquote" Captain America. That's you know, true. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. That was my whole thing. I was like, maybe he's fighting Isaiah Bradley. Maybe. Up that mantle. And he was talking about being in Russia, fighting the Winter Soldier and whatnot. So it makes sense if he fought the Red Guardian or whatever. Yeah. And I actually, I was like, I would watch a show where they were talking about Isaiah Bradley like fighting the Red Guardian. I think that'd be kind of cool. I don't know how true that is. No, that's, that's what my interpretation. I, of I didn't put that together. That's. Yeah. That was my interpretation. I was like, well, yeah, Captain America is nice, but like there was another super soldier that fought for America, Mrs. A. Bradley. That was my interpretation. I don't know. That's my Cowboys versus Aliens moment. What were you saying, Christian? Uh, oh, I was just saying that my biggest grievance with the whole Red Guardian thing was, you know, when they were about to break the guy out of prison, he's like playing with an action figure of himself. It's into that that he was, you know, Russia's version of Captain America. It's kind of so like with Isaiah Bradley, they explained why no one ever heard of him. And so I get that. 
why has no one ever heard of Red Guardian? Like that's that's a name that wasn't even brought up. Uh, my guess is that he wasn't like so. He, he was, was like a super soldier, but I don't think he was like popular. Yeah, I think he was. Uh, if he was popular, it would have been very early '90s, late '80s when he was in his prime, because he was Red Guardian before they went into hiding, and right after the beginning of the movie is according to him in the movie when he got thrown into like the gulag or whatever. But still though, like at some point in time, he was someone that was a, had a recognizable outfit that was running around in the world that was notable enough to have an action figure made of him. So like, I'm just, my logic is just like, if there was an action figure made of a person, that means that he's popular enough to get some sort of advertising, marketing and propaganda out of him. And like Ashley's argument was that like, well, maybe he was just like the poster boy for Russia instead of actually getting on doing anything. And even if that was the case, he still would have been all over the place. His face would have been anyway. My my guess is that because it was pre Y2K, like it was pre Internet, like it was just. It, just something that got swept under the rug and it's probably just like a niche thing that Russia just doesn't like they just stop talking about. And yeah, they seem to almost like have no faith in him. That's just why he was doing like his undercover stuff. Yeah. Like he wanted to get back in it. Yeah. And they're just kind of like, he wanted to eh. be the Crimson Guardian or whatever. And they didn't want him to do that anymore. Um, is what I took away from it. And I'm guessing by some, some eBay sheer dumb luck, they, they found an action figure and rigged it so that when he pulled the thing, it was an Etsy. It was an yeah, Etsy. You know, figure. when, when he pulled the little cord on the back, the head would pop off so he could get, you know, the earpiece or whatever. Anyway, I, I personally, I feel like it was just kind of lazy. I mean, adding in this person into the MCU that was supposed to be there all along that they never talked about before. Well, that's, Isaiah Bradley I mean it's it's the same thing of like you know where they're just like yeah there was yeah. this other Captain America that was black and we just don't talk about it and but yeah there was a Russian Captain America but we don't talk about it they explain why though and I think that's my grievance here is like okay explain why we have never heard of this guy I'm hoping like at least, even if it's dumb like movie logic like at least give some sort of explanation as to why we've never heard of this like supposed Russian Captain America. I'm hoping in the Hawkeye show we will hear it. Um, I don't know if he's gonna. To be in it. I don't know if he's gonna be in it, but I know that obviously the the sister is. Yeah. Yelena, I think. Um, mm -hmm. So I hope it's not the last time we see of them. Like I hope they weren't literally just thrown into a movie and like here you go, here's the like. The I don't think so. Good at, guys. Least, at, least, at least their mom was like, like sound like they're going to take over like the widow thing. Yeah. So that, like, that's like, I don't know. Oh, if... you widows. Let's, let's go off into the sunset and eventually come back later in a movie. Yeah. I don't know if like her, if she had ulterior motives to like take over and do the red room her way. Um, because there's still like thousands and thousands of like brainwashed black widows in the world. I think their whole thing was that they're trying to track down the widows and like re like unbrainwash them. Right. They took a while. So yeah, I, I don't know. Quick compliments to the movie. I love how they handled explaining the backstory about the red room and about all the traumatic things that happened to all these girls since they were like teeny tiny. Yeah. Because like, especially the biggest example I have of this is when they were on the plane after they pick up their dad and he's like, what is it? Your time of the month? 
And she was like, well, listen here, you know what? I don't actually have that anymore because they ripped that all out of me. But they did it in like a humorous way because that dialogue, that sequence could have been like so much darker. Yeah. Well, uh, I can't remember which movie it is, but Scarlett Johansson said something similar to that um, at some point about how she was sterilized or something. Like talking about kids or something. And she's like, I can't have kids. Yeah. Um, yeah. So now I, I think they handled it all really well for what it was. Like I, I didn't hate the movie. I, I, I'll probably watch it again. Like I said, I paid $30 for it. Um, and I'll, I'll watch it again. I don't regret buying it. Um, it just wasn't my favorite by any means. Um, yeah, I, I just hope that the family comes back at some point in the future movies. Maybe they will. You know, I just don't want them to be toss away characters. Um, obviously the, the sister is, and like we said before, she did really good. I think she, I think honestly she was better than Scarlet in the movie. The sister and the dad were the best parts of the movie for me. For sure. Dr. Hanson was okay, but I was just kind of like, that's why I say like, I feel like this is more of an origin story for her sister because like this gives her like the reason why she's going after Hawkeye yeah. and setting her up to be like, you know, the black widow. She was freed from her like brainwashedness. You know what I mean? Like it, it like honestly, like the, I know it's like black widow scarring Charlotte Johansson cause she is the black widow, but like, it's more like the origin story for black widow, her sister. I feel like this movie and a personal preference should have just been called the red room. That probably would have made more sense, but I, I think they just went with black widow because that's what people know her as. Yeah. Even though, like, Black Widow, I guess, according to this movie, isn't even really her name. Oh, they're all Black Widows. They're all Widows. Yeah, they're all Black Widows. Um, So. She's just a Black Widow. Like, thinking back, I don't actually know that she's ever actually referred to as Black Widow. She's not. In the MCU. It's just Natasha Romanoff. Yeah. Did they say? Because I thought they just kept referencing everybody else's widows, not necessarily black widows. I think the implication is that they wear black leather and they're widows, mm. and they're called widows, so they're just the black. But yeah, widows. you're right. I don't think she ever refers to herself, nor does anybody, unless they do it like once in like a movie somewhere. But I think I don't think anybody really ever refers yeah, to her as I don't, black. I don't widow. just call her Natasha Romanoff. Legitimately, I don't think they ever refer to her as Black Widow. They always just call her Natasha Romanoff. Um, and that's it. She might Black Widow might be a code name for her, maybe because they don't know about all the other widows, because you know you're not supposed to. Right. Yeah, I don't know. That's uh, that's interesting. Um, hmm. I don't know. Well, she, she's dead, so <laughs> doesn't really matter, and we'll probably never know. Unfortunately. Go back and watch all the movies and see if they ever if she ever called herself Black Widow or anyone else ever called her Black Widow. Yeah, I I don't know. You know based I... on her history, she probably wouldn't want to be called Black Widow. No, she doesn't like them or anything like that. It's not like she's like loyal to the widows or anything. Even though she, she does wear them. the uniform throughout all the movies. Yeah, that's just probably comfort. <laughs> Has all of her stuff. Yeah, it's got all her cool assassin things. Yeah, where else is he gonna put it? Um, 
Yeah. Well, uh, I think that's all we got, unless you guys have anything to add. Is that every good? Good. All right. Good. Um, well, thanks for listening, folks. Uh, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter. We do update uh, update those on occasion. Um, check us out on our website www.skoentertainment.net uh, for more information. And we hope you enjoyed. Don't forget to tune in next week, because even on the best of days, we all need some kind of entertainment. Bye. Thanks, guys. See you guys. Thank <laughs> you.